Today's show is sponsored by our friends at distilleryproducts.com. I could talk about this forever. You already know the drill. If you need awesome laser edge glassware at wholesale prices and you are a bourbon group, you are a store, you're a distillery, you got to talk to the folks at distilleryproducts.com. Reach out to me. I would be happy to get you in touch with them. They have amazing prices and do amazing work at distilleryproducts.com. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at Orca Coolers. Make this summer the coolest summer ever. With Orca, they have something for everyone from American-made, lifetime-guaranteed hardside coolers to stainless steel whiskey barrel tumblers. They're ready to have your name on it. I got a hard cooler, a soft cooler. I got a few of these whiskey barrel tumblers. I'm getting ready to make my barbecues awesome. Use code DADS20 for 20% off of your order at Orca Coolers. That is code DADS20. Adds 20 and you're going to get 20% off. And that actually means something pretty substantial when you go to get a new cooler. So check them out. OrcaCoolers.com. Use code DADS20 for 20% off. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at Action 24-7. You want action? Get in on the action. Use code DADS100 and they will match up to $400 of your first deposit. That's use code DADS100. You will get up to $400 on your first deposit deposit matched by action 24 7 so much going on preds unfortunately are out of the nhl playoffs but college baseball is going on there's nba playoff insurance nba player props and tennessee parlays go ahead and check out your specials section and your actions tab when you are in action 247.com don't forget to use code dads 100 all right so you knew this was going to show up on a cold open do you want to explain to the people what happened when we were on the phone with each other yesterday while you were at sam's club i mean i guess that's a better conversation than what happened while you know we were on the phone together and i was in the bathroom i mean that's all the time (laughs) you really do talk on the phone i mean is that just something you do with me or do you do that with everyone i think it's a southern thing man like i mean family and friends i grew up with that that's when your best thinking and then bullshitting goes on and i I've met people that get really perturbed by it. And then that in turn kind of perturbs me because I feel like that's when you're meant to talk. Like you can focus in there. What else you got going on? There's you're free of distractions. Finally. No, I don't get perturbed. I laugh. I mean, I, I assume most men talk on the phone while they're dropping a deuce, but like the funnier thing is to talk. on. The, so, so a lot goes into visualizing this for me because people that know you, know that you do not have any bluetooth devices at all it's not like you wear headphones you only wear headphones when you're running so if you're talking on the phone you're holding that thing up to your ear you're not on speakerphone you're not doing anything else like that like people need to know that about you so i understand if you're sitting down but all of a sudden i hear that stream going into the the bowl and i'm like all right zeke's holding his phone with one hand like there's a lot going on that he's has a balancing act here. I mean, at that point, you think you should just put the phone down and say, hold on one second. Like it, and, and I'm not saying that's a, a thing that like I'm perturbed by it, but I mean, that's a lot to ask you to do at once. I mean, maybe it's just something you grow up multitasking. Like, I mean, I can very easily drive my car with no hands. That's why God gave me knees. And that's why I only drove with you once. In my life. (laughs) I drove with Zeke to a barrel pick and then I was like, all right, I'm out. I'm out. I'm good. (laughs) Never again. 
drives 90 miles an hour with his knee, I'm, I'm out. I'm good. <laughs> I should mention, though, he does not do that with kids in the car. He's 10 and 2 with kids. But when he's by himself or when he's got me in the car, 90 miles an hour with his knee. To correct your statement earlier, you know, I do use hands-free. All right. Well, good to know. I guess we'll have to put our Sam story on hold. All y'all hang in there. Let's start this show. Next show, we'll talk about Sam's. Everyone, my name is John Edwards. With me, as always, is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Y'all are in for a treat. We were behind, so we got to get some episodes out. This one is not going to be as long as normal episodes. Apologies in advance, but we were a couple behind. It was both of our faults. I was in a little funk earlier in the month, and Zeke had some stuff going on, and we're just playing catch up now. We will be better in June. We also have some more interviews planned. I know that we just got out interviews with Bespoken Spirits and Woodenville. We're looking to do something here with Old Smokey in June. We also might have some people from Kentucky Artisan Distillery. That's one of my good friends that has been on the docket for a while. I hope he's coming through Nashville. Maybe even stuff that rhymes with back panels. Maybe even a... a interview with some people there lots of good stuff coming up in june as long as you're not doing anything that involves like video feeds and uh instead of back panels back hair back panels of hair i think we'll be good yeah no nothing that was a reach for you dude i, I just woke up from a nap I'm, I'm still in a funk you're talking about being in a funk i'm in one right now i know life's tough poor baby got to take a nap i didn't get to take a nap i washed sheets made the bed back up did the dishes, did laundry. I mean, what are you doing? I took the dogs out, got my kid ready for bed, put my kid to bed. Some days, you know, you just need a little 10-minute refresher, and sometimes the room gets real dark, and 10 minutes turns into 30. Oh, well. As my mama always told me, baby, that's just a sign your body needs that rest. You've been pushing too hard. You get that rest. And I say, okay. A funny story is somebody just joined the Dad Trigger Bourbon Facebook group, and one of the questions we ask in the Facebook group is, how can we make the show better? Do you listen to the show? How do we make it better? And somebody said, I would rather see more of your regular personalities than your dad's drinking bourbon personas. And I think Zeke, you'll be the first one to say it. There, there's no personas. I am wound a little bit tighter than you. I'm a little bit more organized than you. Yeah. I more cheesy too. <laughs> I am cheesy. I am full of the dad humor. <laughs> Zeke is a little more laid back. I mean, I, I don't shut up in real life. I, I think everything about us has been pretty legit. Unless they want to hear more stories about our personal life rather than us just kind of keeping it to the whiskey. We always figured that we weren't interesting enough. So this five to eight minutes of banter in the beginning of the show is as much as people would want to hear from us. But like, we are very true to our personalities on this show. The only thing we might play up is like, the crap that we give each other, but that's just being a dude. Well, our things have played down. I mean, I definitely try to, you know, 
watch my language a little more, but I mean, other than that, I, I don't think I stray away from too much. Yeah. But you do a crappy job at watching your language. Cause you always end up dropping the F bomb, but you like whisper it, but you still hear the, f- and then <laughs> I still have to edit it out. So it's like, yeah, but for every one of those I leave in, there's at least five of those and probably some other things that were omitted. I mean, I omit things. It's just the overall percent still is not the best. <laughs> but that's, see, that's two different angles. You, you know, do you want to say how many times was it still involved or how many times did I manage to bite my tongue? Because if you look at it from the second of those two perspectives, I'm doing pretty damn good. Anyways, tonight, I hope you're ready for this. We are drinking Jefferson's Straight Rye. This is a tongue twister. I hope you're ready. We are drinking Jefferson straight rye whiskey finished in cognac casks. What the hell was a tongue twister about that? It's just a lot of words and you're just waking up Uh, from a nap. I thought you were going to say it's in some kind of broad finish or what's that other stuff somebody uses? More veridra? Well, there's other word we have trouble too. We had something in it not long ago and nobody can say it for nothing. Optimological? No, ophthalmologist is easy. No. um, It was something you had at Jefferson's, actually. It was finishing this. I can't remember. Remember that Jefferson's you got back in the day? It's the grand selection. Yeah, what was that finish, though? Some big-ass word. We really just had something else finishing it like the past month or so. It saw turns. Yeah. Yeah, but it looks like, I don't know. Anyways. Finished in cognac is not a tongue twister. What No, it's just a lot because it's Jefferson's straight rye whiskey finished in cognac casks it's a long thing when you actually write it out i mean it just sounds like a bold statement to me you're a bold statement anyways jefferson's bourbon a small batch whiskey renowned for its focus on innovative and experimental maturation techniques is proud to introduce the latest expression to its portfolio jefferson's rye cognac cask finish this came out in march it is only the second rye in the company's history now one could say it was two and a half because they did do those marriage things that were a marriage of bourbon and rye with edward lee and it was the chef's collaboration but the first rye was released in 2008 this is double barrel straight rye whiskey was fully matured prior to being finished in hand-selected cognac casks for at least nine months in Kentucky. As with other limited Jefferson offerings, this expression is poised to become a highly coveted release. Looking to create a true sipping rye, Trey Zeller took fully matured whiskey and finished it in ex-cognac casks to bevel the edges, round out the flavor profile, and add dimension. He wanted to put regular things of cognac in there but maintain a strong rye backbone and he wanted an elegant spirit so i'm not actually gonna say what their notes are you know i always try to skip over that in the press release this is actually going to be in a crap ton of states and you can find it online and in store but you can also find it online at drizzly and reserve bar the msrp of this is 69.99 it is 94 proof 47 percent abv i think you just didn't want to read the notes because you're worried about too many words with syllables you can't get out it's not like you're struggling over it Here's the thing. So you said you're going to take a nap. I was ready to go at nine o'clock. It is now 11 o'clock. I'm just saying this is not a tongue twister. It might go back to like the fundamental of like saying your full name. 
You can't tell anybody anything right now. No, 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 no. I'm talking over. You can't tell anybody right now. What did you say? You told somebody that they were assimilating something today instead of accumulating. It wasn't accumulate. It was assimilate. It wasn't assimilate. You can't assimilate money. You said somebody was assimilating money. That is an incorrect use of the word. Well, it was taking a bunch of the similar objects and put them all in a, putting them all in a common space. That's how I looked at it. No. It's, so accumulating was not the word I wanted. And I said it wasn't. That, it was not applicable. It'd be like if you had a house full of quarters and you suddenly picked them all up one day and put them in a cup. That, that would be almost like assimilating them in my mind. I don't know. No. Dictionary.com. You know, I don't go by that all the time. Google it best. <laughs> Urban Dictionary may be at best. I'm just telling you, though, this whole like tongue twister thing, I think it goes back. I'm to sorry. Name. I said the wrong freaking word. Get over it. <laughs> All right. Can we get past it? I'm tired now. I'm not in the mood for your shit. What did you think about this whiskey? Well, <laughs> I thought it was a bit of a mind twister, no pun intended, <laughs> or, or a mind bender. In full transparency, I, I can't say I had any expectation of this going into it. I did read what was on the label John wrote, which was a simple Five words of Jefferson's rye finished in cognac. I thought, okay, I tend to like cognac finishes. Can't think of one I've had that was a rye. Let's see what happens. Um, Nose-wise, I didn't get anything too crazy. I, I thought it was like cool mint, but probably more wintergreeny than minty. Again, nothing really jumped out of the glass at me. And taste-wise, I mean, I, I struggled to write notes and it wasn't because I didn't pick up things. It's just because it was so just back and forth kind of all over. To that, I really went with a, uh, I guess, a, a summation, so to speak, of it almost seems to work against itself, but then it also works with itself at the same time. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it was like that doesn't go together, but it does, and it's unique. And, well, shit, I want to taste it again and again. And I still can't put my finger on what I'm getting. None of it throws me off or, or do I dislike and it is unique that I can you know think of or try and place it or, or compare it to anything else but I don't know I, there's your tongue twister I said a lot without saying a damn thing basically it was very zen it's like you're working <laughs> with and against each other at the same time you are be like water I mean, it did. I don't know. I'm interested to hear what you got. Like, I, it's rare that I'm, uh, you know, somewhat excited to hear you talk even more. But I, I do want to hear what you got out of this. I think this nose was incredible, and the nose just got better and better the longer it sat in the glass. A little bit of spearmint on there, but orange lemon. It was thick. I mean, you could tell that nose really coated the whole Glen. The nose matched the palate well. However, I think there was a lot of good spice on this. Here's my problem, and here's my fundamental flaw with this. I think this is a very good pour, and at 70 bucks for a limited release, you don't know the age, it's non-age stated, but you know that it was finished in nine months. 70 bucks for an LTO isn't a terrible price. I think it's really good for everybody but me, and I can tell this is 95.5, even though we know Jefferson sourced this whiskey from someplace I don't know where that place was. It just said it was finished for a company out of Fort Smith, Arkansas. It just said it was bottled from a company in Fort Smith, Arkansas for Jefferson's bourbon. The problem I had with this is so 95.5, it's minty, but also a little bit chalky on the palate with the spice. 
I did think the spice was nice. It was that chalkiness and the fact that I could really get a whole lot of that mint in there that it was a little bit of a turnoff for me, but I'm surprised how much we like cognac finishes because they are made from white wine grapes, but it's a good whiskey. I think if you like that profile, go ahead and get one. I think Zeke, you know, there are things that that work for it, work against it, but overall you have an LTO for 70 bucks. I think that cognac really comes through on the finish and I can really tell it's there then. And I like that finish. It was that mid palette, the chalkiness where in the mint, I'm like, all right, this is a good pour, just not for me. And I'm not saying this isn't um, 95.5 out of Indiana, but I think as more and more places are putting out product, distilling, et cetera, you need to, might, or you might want to be a little more mindful because you're going to get cool minty rye out of more than just Indiana there, buds. No, I'm not saying Indiana. I said I think that I I never once said Indiana. I just said I think this is 95.5. I mean, that'd be like saying, you know, anybody with the same mash bill of a wheater or a rye bourbon or whatever tastes the same. And they Bard Sound Bourbon Company has a 95.5. So you're telling me that any mash bill that's 95.5, you're going to pick up the same characteristics of it regardless of who distills it, where it's aged, et cetera. No, but there are some aspects of it that would be similar, but not like saying it's a rye whiskey. It's not just Indiana where you get mint from rye. Well, then you might as well just say you don't like rye. I don't know where you're trying to go. I really like a 51% rye or rye in the fifties and sixties, the cornerstone rye from wild Turkey, the charred rye. What? So something on my screen, like I was, I was cleaning off something, it popped up. Oh, I'm like, wait, why are you making that face when I said cornerstone? <laughs> all right, all right. Um, cornerstone rye, and then also, you know, that Parker's Heritage charred rye was really good. I love wild turkey rare breed rye. There are ryes I like, E.H. Taylor rye I like. There's a lot of ryes I like. Pikesville, love Pikesville rye, love a whole lot of rye. Sweet. So we should just go ahead and say across the board, you are prejudiced against any rye product that's of a 95.5 mash bill. Little bit. That's tough. You know, all this time I would have thought I would have been the one to make a bold statement like that, but hmm. not against that product. Just saying like pigeonholing myself out of something. I'm a little pigeonholed right now. I mean, I, it doesn't mean I'm going to stop drinking it. I'm looking for one that I do like. I, I don't hate them all, too, because there are some that are good, but I am prejudiced that I am going to think, you know, prejudice means to prejudge. I am prejudging that I am not going to like it before I drink it. Does that influence how I feel about it? Maybe. I try to keep an open mind. I do the best I can. I don't always do a good job. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you're really uh, lacking on the delivery of the selling point of that. When you start out with, well, I could immediately tell it was 95.5, as opposed to, for instance, when I say, well, I didn't know what to expect or possibly, you know, something even as negative as I had my doubts. However, dot, 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 dot. Well, sometimes you need to make a definitive statement and have an opinion. That's the thing about an opinion. It's my opinion. I'm going to be strong and confident when I'm conveying my opinion instead of pussyfooting around it like you were. Yeah. Yeah, but I still say there's got to be an angle for opportunity. I mean, it's not like when you're walking the dogs for their, you know, morning shit or something. You know what? That That's always going to be the same aspect because no matter what, you're still picking up shit. There's not going to be an upside to it. However, there's got to be a window of opportunity with some of this stuff. 
you're a shitty philosopher. <laughs> Nobody's ever going to ask us to drop our personas anymore. <laughs> Those two guys are effing idiots. <laughs> we, we, we are. I mean, this is us. Hope you, hope you like it. I mean, all right. <laughs> so are, are you buying this? What are you doing with this? I, I think I would. Um, again, I, I was really thrown by, by what was going on. And I think it'd be a fun pour to pass around and kind of dissect the people. And again, as much as it threw me off, um, it did such in a way to where, you, you know, you kind of wanted to scratch that itch again and come back to it. And it, I enjoy that from time to time. The only thing that kind of has me in like a one-off way wondering, I feel like Jefferson's a, a fair amount of their business is probably OP accounts and stuff like that. And it's 70 bucks for a 94 proofer. If that's going into a cocktail, I just don't know how much flavor is going to come out of it versus what you're going to have to pay for it. And that's probably a pain in the ass. But I mean, it's true neither here nor there for the aspects of what we do, but they did pop in my head randomly. Well, me in the pigeonhole. I'm good, but I would encourage you and others to buy it because I just know that I am being prejudiced and that's wrong. I, I think it's a fun pour and if nothing else, especially with summertime coming out, I think that's when most of us take a break from our eye just because it doesn't really go with the, the climate and the weather unless you're in Alaska or Maine or some shit. But this is a change of pace and um, it's good to have those. I, I think anyone would enjoy and albeit not the cheapest product, you, you get some bang for the buck out of it, I think. I think that chalky mouthfeel really messes me up. But when I get a little bit of the chalky mouthfeel, that more so than anything, the mint I can deal with, it's the chalky mouthfeel that kind of makes me run for the hills. I bet it was hell when you were in elementary school and did something real dumb and teacher made you write on the board over and over and over. We actually didn't have to write on the board. When that happened, we had to wash the boards for my teacher when we had problems. You never had to like clean out the erasers and shit? Oh, we had to do that too, but we didn't have to write on the board. So we we would have to clean out the erasers and wash the board for her when we See, did wrong. I feel like you missed one of those toughening up lessons in life. That's where you get past the chalky mouthfeel. You write something on that damn board a hundred something times. You taste the chalk for a week. I was cleaning the erasers. I was clopping them out. I mean, you think I haven't tasted chalk before? You're wrong. Go outside. You got those erasers. You're clopping them. You're clopping them together. You're banging them against the wall. You're doing everything you can. There was no easy way to clean the erasers. The connection between banging and tasting chalk is a joy. It's going to do rough things for you later in life, I think. Go ahead and find us on Facebook at Dad Shrinky Bourbon, Twitter Bourbon Dad, Twitter Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad Shrinky Bourbon. Thank you so much, Jefferson's Bourbon, for sending this our way. It's a good whiskey. It is a good whiskey. I'm telling you guys, if you're listening right now, it's a good whiskey. It's just not in my wheelhouse because I'm pigeonholed. Go ahead and find us wherever you download your podcast. Chances are you already have because you're listening to us right now. Leave us an open and honest review. Just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee. Cheers. Ciao.